Good morning, good morning, good morning, world. Cyber world, podcast world, hip-hop world, entire world. What it is. You're live on WBLU 77.7 FM on your online dial, The Cypher. I'm your man, DJ OG Bobby Johnson. It is Throwdown Thursdays. Thursdays where we throw it down, throwing it down on Thursdays. The Thursday Throwdown. Throwdown Thursdays. Real talk, cutting edge. It's about 11.15 in the a.m. Eastern Standard Time. East Coast, First Coast. Actionville, the Bangham, FLA, the gun-shaped state. And uh, got something that we want to talk about today. Uh, kind of a, uh, well, people have been talking about it forever. But not really talking about it forever. Uh, there's been a whole lot of points of views, a whole lot of different uh, tactics and uh, schematics that come out of what you should and what you shouldn't do. And uh, some people believe by this, some people believe by that. But I uh, see this post from a guy on social media, actually from my big brother. Shouts out to MJ. Uh, my big brother puts out on social media these posts about uh, eat to live. And he does it as a hashtag, eat to live, is one word, eat to live, eat to live. We want to delve into that a little bit, because um, for the past while I'm at 21, awesome, past 21 years, I've been a vegetarian, January of 1998. Stop consuming flesh for about 17, 18 of those years, even every occasionally now and then, I ate eggs. I have eaten them recently, but not, you know, in a capacity of uh, more than once in the last month. Uh, deviled eggs, you know. <laughs> Can't pass him up at the party right now, my girl. Uh, sis, Yolanda, be putting him down, boy. Uh, but anyways, um, I don't really, I hadn't ate meat in over 20 years. And um, a lot of my friends initially were like, yo, you bugging, yo, you bugging. Some of those same friends <laughs> are now maxed out vegans want to include my big brother strictly plant-based strictly plant-like strictly alkaline diet and who knows what the shakeup was but I'm really proud to say that those people have changed their diets because of the fact they know that you are what you eat and you have to eat to live. The you are what you eat statement is one of the most powerful 
on the planet. You are what you eat. Cow's milk is for a baby cow. If you want to be a baby cow, keep drinking cow's milk. Straight like that. A scientist and a doctor said it on a... I put it out on social media some years ago on a documentary. A baby calf grows within an exponential amount of time as compared to a human in size because of the nutrients that are found in the milk of the cow. And we take that same milk and we drink it and say milk does the body good. Mm, No, it does not. (laughs) Tell the real truth. Tell the real truth. You know, now I took on this journey uh, on like, and I don't like to bring in like religion, but I took it on a leap of faith um, in the in the form of uh, my readings. You know, I was I've been studying. Y'all give me gotta get a job in here, so get a little low on the microphone. That means I'm walking over here. Get the uh, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. That's the time. To, that's the type of drink I need down with my team. <laughs> black coffee, baby. I don't put all the attitude coffee. Stop doing that quite some time ago as well. I want coffee that tastes beautiful. I get some coffee that's flavored. Drink that. Black coffee. Coffee is a diuretic. They say you're supposed to drink a certain amount of cups a day. I probably don't do it. Hey, I just started drinking. I ain't been on it for too long. A couple of years ago. But it does help out the body, it's bloodstream. Uh, just so you know, any hot fluid like that helps out blood, like tea and coffee and uh, hot soups, things of that nature. Those are things that you need to be trying to consume uh, regularly. You need to be trying to consume them regularly. Um, you need to also be consuming water regularly. A lot of water. A lot of water. If possible, maybe a gallon a day. A lot of water. At least eight cups. At least eight cups. So, um, food-wise... And this is what I wanted to get into because uh, I wasn't raised vegetarian. Neither was my brother raised as a vegan. We ate what we ate. We ate a lot of stuff as kids and as adults or as young adults or younger adults. We ate a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Pork used to kill it, yo. So the 90s. I cut the pork out in 96, yo. When I found out the really, really reels on it. And I didn't find it out by just hearing and seeing experiments on the internet and TV and documentaries. I found it out by trial and error of my own. I was in a position where I was kind of uh, 
financially destitute, so I didn't have a lot of choices on my foods. But I knew that I like Roger Woods sauce. Anybody from the dirty, Roger Woods, boy. The Roger Woods, son. Yo, didn't know how stupid I was. But they tasted good. You know what I'm saying? You fry it up. Most, a lot of people like to boil them. I like to put it in a skillet. Cut it in half and blacken it. You know what I'm saying? Make it black on there, a little crispy. That's how, you know, we eat our, eat our food. Um, and I was tearing it up. I was making gourmet meals out of Roger Woods. So I'd get some Roger Woods, get some collard greens, cut them up in the greens, get some rice, put the greens over the rice with the Roger Woods. And I'm like, yo, what can you tell me, son? I'll go get some ramen. <laughs> cut the Roger Woods up in the ramen. A little shredded cheese on the top. What can you tell me? I got the dopest spaghetti out here, B. In the morning time, make the omelet with the Roger Woods sausage, cheese omelet with the Roger Woods on top. I'm good to go, ready to go to work. I did it for like a month straight. Every meal had Roger Woods on it. Every single meal. And I started to feel my chest get tight. And I started to feel like my you could act, I could actually feel my blood pressure rising and like hypertension type stuff like my neck would get tight and my chest would get tight at times if I get angry then my chest would definitely get tight I was like yo man what the feezy and my homie shouts out to my man MG Marlon Goodman what's up Marlon (laughs) I ain't seen this kid in 28 plus years 20 years since the 90s um, he told me, he was like, yo, man, you got to stop eating that swine, son. I was like, what you mean, yo? Whatever I pray over is good. He was like, what? He was like, yeah, man, the Bible said. He was like, the Bible said. He was like, yeah. He was like, man, you must ain't reading the Bible. So he started giving me Dr. York books. Malachi Z. York. Back then, Malachi was on some serious, serious cutting-edge stuff, dropping like knowledge that nobody had ever heard before. At least nobody in my circles had ever heard it before. Who knew it was non-black presidents before George Washington? Who knew a black man appointed George Washington to his general uh, position in the army? And it was a toss-up between him and the brother on who was going to be the president of the United States and the brother yielded. Just stuff that was put out there. I read it. You know what I'm saying? Shocking. They'll never teach you that in history. But, and they also never teach you about what the right things are to eat. They'll teach you what's going to make the money for the industry. Even though everything that's good for you is going to be expensive. So just be prepared. It's not going to be easy to be a vegan. It's not even easy to be a vegetarian or a pescatarian it's not easy it's not easy it's a, it's a rough road yo it should be 220 like busting 190 at the most <laughs> you know what I'm saying at the most but that it actually feels better when I was 220 I had a little you know I wasn't a 
inner tube, but it was a 10-speed tube. I could feel it. I could feel it when I leaned over. Now I'm back leaning in high school status, baby. A couple more pounds over, about 20 pounds over high school status. Feeling good, you know? Feeling good. So, my man's Marlon Goodman told me about the Roger Woods and swine, and that was in 96, so I stopped eating. 95, 96, I stopped eating swine. And then, I had another partner, shouts out to Clinton Powell, the barber. All the, everybody in Duval that was in the nav that ever got their hair cut on the 103rd at Ebony and Ivory. I know you know Clinton, a man with the purple and gray like space car with the full exhaust coming out that mug. My man Clinton, yo. Shouts out to my brother, man. My brother was a vegetarian, you know. We would burn and talk a little bit. And uh, one day we was riding in his car and we stopped by a sandwich spot, famous sandwiches on Jamie's. Stopped by the sandwich spot. I got a camel rider or a turkey rider, one of the two, and he got two veggie riders. So I was riding in the car, I'm hungry, yo. I'm like, yo man, is it cool if I eat in the wet? He was like, yeah, as long as you don't spill anything. I was like, I ain't gonna spill nothing I'm good like that. I'm hungry though. So I reach in the bag and I pull out the fattest sandwich. Cause I'm like, yo, this gotta be the turkey order. You know, this gotta be the meat sandwich. Got some veggie crap, yo. Pull out a fat sandwich. I'm eating the sandwich. Yo, like, yo, man, it's good. But yo, I think they forgot to put the meat on my jank, yo. I was like, man, they tripping, man. Man, and we was a long way away from the sandwich place at that time, all the way across town. So like, yo, man, they didn't put the meat on my sandwich. And a few minutes in, he was like, yo, man, you might be eating my sandwich. I was like, yo, bro, you see how big this is? Nah, bro, they just forgot to put the meat on here. He was like, man, I think you eat my sandwich, bro. I was like, really? He was like, man, let me look in the bag. So he looked in the bag. <laughs> Pulled out, there was a turkey, uh, the camel rider right there, his other sandwich, y'all was eating a veggie sandwich. Was eating a veggie rider, y'all. And it was everything, everything plus without the meat. And I was like, this is incredible. That was, that was 96 as well. That was 1996. He was upset. You know, you had bought two sandwiches, now you only got one. He couldn't eat the, he couldn't eat my sandwich, so he was like, yo, you got a two for like man, I owe you, man, I'll get you one. You know, but two years later I was a vegetarian. And something happened to me to where I was reading in the Bible. And it's a couple of verses that talk about food and eating in the Bible. A lot of people like to revert to the one where say Peter, take up, kill, and eat. Everything that I made is good and clean and fit for the use. Uh, Think about it, you need to read that whole actual chapter before you try to sit on that verse. Um, The second one is where it talks about, in Leviticus, the laws of what can and can't be eaten about. There's certain fish with scales, predatory fish, 
you know, no cloven hoof, that, that stuff, that law. But the very first, <laughs> and this is the one that's always skipped over. They don't even get this far within that book. The very first is in the book of Genesis, the first chapter, the 29th and the 30th verse. The very first word ever on it. Genesis 1, 29 and 30. And it says that he put all the trees and the fruits and the herbs, fruit bearing seed. And it says for man, that will be meat. Meat for man. All the trees and the herbs and fruits bearing seed shall be for meat for man. Verse 29. Meat. It says that. If it doesn't say it in your Bible, you got a, a revised whack version. It says M-E-A-T, meat for man. In chapter 29. And it comes right back and talk about every animal, everything that creepeth upon the earth, every fowl that flyeth in the air, every fish that swimmeth upon the sea. It shall also be for meat for animals. You really think about that like I did when I heard it. It should be an explosion in your mind. The very, very first thing that came to mind for me is if that is in fact the case. Why in the feasy are we eating them? And why in the feasy are they eating us? Why are we eating them? And why are they eating us? Are we supposed to be eating these damn herbs and fruits and trees and, and, and fruit bearing seeds? If that's what we're supposed to be eating for our meat, then one fleas nut are we eating animals? And why are those animals as well eating us? Something happened in the general psyche or the general conscious of the world. Something happened in the general psyche and the general conscious of the world. To put it where it's at. I know y'all like, ah oh, man, this dude is uh going way too that's that's too much. It's too much. No, but just think about it. And that's why I flip. That's why I changed. That was my change. That was my turning point. I thought about it. January 1998. And I was like, you know what? Not only am I done with the pork, I'm done with meat as well. No animal shall I partake in that flesh of. 
one month prior, I started growing my, my locks in December of 97. One month prior, I started growing my locks. And then I stumbled upon, uh, well, I'd already known about number six and five, but I went ahead and read it. And it said that the Ross ain't supposed to touch no dead eye. And I don't touch no dead eye. You ain't touching no flesh. You ain't even touching it. No dead eye. So it all just linked up and coincided. I was like, yo, I was supposed to find that verse and read it. It was set out as a plan because previously, one month before I decided to start growing my, my locks, yo, I twisted my head. I had twisted it before, but I was in some crazy crap and I cut it off in 95. And at the end of 97, I came back and I twisted it again. I ain't look back. <laughs> My locks is 21 years old and I've been a vegetarian for 21 years, moving into vegan within the last year. All of my people that have taken the path of that have already went full vegan. My man legendary, full vegan, supreme alkaline, Dr. Sadie guy, not that fakeness. The supreme, supreme. My big brother, same thing. MJ, same thing. You need to think about what you're putting inside your body because it's killing us. It's breaking down everything that we're supposed to be. A doctor came on and said, there's no way that we could ever be carnivorous. We couldn't be carnivorous because uh, first off, biologically in physics, our bodies, intestines, the small intestine is like 20 some odd feet long and the large intestine is, is a couple of like maybe eight to 10 feet, I think, something like that, long. A carnivore's intestines are short. As soon as they eat, they boo-boo it right out. Reason being that the longer that meat stays inside your body, it begins to become rotting flesh. And because of the fact that it takes our bodies a longer amount of time to break down and process those meats, inside your body is rotting flesh at all times that you eat meat. I don't mean to gross y'all out, but I'm going to tell it to you straight up. True. Inside your body, every time you eat that Rally's Big Buford, every time you go get that Whopper, that Big Mac, that Hardy's third pound Angus, it's a big hunk of rotting meat sitting inside your digestive system, attempting to be broken down and used. So, Wow. And just to just to, just the thought of that. Just think about that. You got a piece of rotting flesh inside your body and your body's trying to break this piece of rotting flesh down and use it as fuel. Is that not an oxymoron? Is it not an oxymoron period for you to think that you're a carnivore? If that doesn't give you enough 
uh, of a mental picture to know that it's an oxymoron for you to eat meat. Your intestines aren't even made to digest it. Your body is will be functional of rotting meat. So what do you think has to happen if your body's trying to process rotting meat? All of your immune system is going to be highly or has to be highly hyperactive to defeat whatever uh, germs and crap is coming out of that rotting meat. Then your body has to separate what it can and can't use and try to figure out, you know, can I take this piece of meat over here and use it as fuel or is it decayed or does it have some type of enzyme that's going to mess us up? And you wonder why you're sick. And you wonder why you got a tummy ache. And you wonder why your boo-boos hurt when you take them. Why you taking a huge, huge, long, hurting boo-boo and when you get finished, it feel like you just lost a couple of pounds of weight. Because you did. <laughs> All right, so if the intestinal portion, the biological portion about the intestines is not enough, the medical medicinal portion about the intestines is not enough, let's go to the fact that your teeth, look at your teeth. You have no tooth in your mouth that could actually tear flesh from any animal. Any animal. If you think you can, go out there and try to bite the back on a cow and see how many teeth you leave out there on the ground. Try to bite the back of a pig. Try it. Try it. Try to just get some regular raw flesh that ain't been tenderized, ain't been beat ain't been cured and try to bite it because that's what carnivores do a lion is a carnivore he gonna tear your ass up right there no fire no tenderizer no nothing and gonna booboo you out in about 20 minutes down the road walk your teeth aren't even made to break down meat that's why we have to cook it that's why we have to tenderize it that's why we have to hit it with a mallet to soften it up teeth are made to grind and crush like a turtle, like a brontosaurus. If those even real. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> Yo, but your teeth are made to grind up. Not to tear and rip, but to crush and to grind. People say, oh, what about the incisors? What about the... No, incisors still not made to tear and rip flesh. It's made to tear and rip vegetables. <laughs> like my man Thug Nips. Vegetables, you know? It's, that's what it's made for. Vegetables, fruits, nuts, berries. It's what it's made for. A doctor said, I'm not the person saying it. I'm repeating. I'm regurgitating information to you that I heard from some guy that went to school for a long time, but I already knew it. I didn't know about all the physical stuff, but I read it right there. It said in the first book of the Bible, the fruit and the 
All that stuff is for meat, for man. Why do we have to eat an animal? Eat to live. Your body's made up of over, I think, 70 to 80% water. I think it's like over 70%. So what would make you think you don't need water? You gotta have it. Not soda. Even though soda maybe may have a, a product of water in it. You need agua, my friends, and lots of it. You need oxygen, my friends. So every time you can, take a... Take a deep breath. Hold it in for about three seconds and let it out. You need it. Your body needs it. Believe me, these things will help you live. And last, before I leave. And these are talks to myself too, because some of the things I'm not doing like I should be doing. I'm not drinking enough water. I'm definitely drinking enough coffee, but you know, coffee's not actually water. It's got coffee beans and you know, it's a mixture, it's a hybrid. It's got something else in it. It's straight water that cleanse my system, that cleanse your system. You need to be drinking. I need to be drinking more of it. Um, and the last thing, and this is most certainly speaking to me and mostly everybody out there probably. If you got Pudge, I'm speaking to you. If you're not in the gym every day, I'm speaking to you. A body in motion stays in motion. body in motion stays in motion a lot of us got sedentary jobs truck drivers office workers call center workers insurance people we're not out there running around doing stuff like construction workers and warehouse workers and uh, every now and again polices get to run most of the time they're sitting too so they need to be thinking about that too uh, but I know they, they they should be working firemen work out a lot their job when they have to do it at any time is going to be one of the most strenuous uh, but a lot of us have sedentary jobs and that's what they want soon as it's going to move to everybody whew, I don't know if I should say this but yeah I'm going to say it soon as it's going to move to everybody working from home that's the end game. The end goal is to have you in the house plugged into a computer system not moving. Ultimate control. But a body that stay a body that's in motion stays in motion. I'm gonna leave it. I've been with y'all for a minute. Eat to live. Think about what you're eating. My pescatarians, mercury is overtaking our waters. So your fish is mostly uh, toxic. And if you're eating those ones that are bottom feeders that you think are high on the hog, shrimp, clams, lobsters, oysters, uh, 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 mussels, what's uh, 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 some other guys? Catfish. 
injustice all the way around. You're eating, you may as well go fry up a box of roaches or a box of crickets or <laughs> bumblebees. Well, not even bumblebees because they probably got more uh, cleanly uh, bodies than a lobster or a shrimp or crab. They're bottom feeders, y'all. They eat the trash, an oyster, clam, a mussel. Come on, yo. Eat to live. Think about your life. How long you want to have a life. Eat to live. This has been one of the most sombering episodes, and uh, I actually kind of felt this episode. I want y'all to listen to this and get some out of it. This is not me telling you have to do what I do, but if you want to be around for some time, you might want to consider it. This is WBOU 77.7 FM on your online dial, The Cypher. I'm your man, DJ OG Bobby Johnson. It is Throwdown Thursdays, Real Talk Cutting Edge. Real Hip Hop is back. Real Hip Hop is back. Real Hip Hop is back, baby!